Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's Four Weeks to Wellness Lifestyle Launch. It's finally time to stop searching for solutions to get healthy and lose weight because a lifestyle launch is truly the last advice you'll ever need. You start your journey with a week of pre-challenge education and then dive into four weeks of detoxing your body with clean eating and eliminating foods that don't serve you. This pushes the reset button on your body so it's primed for incredible results. And then throughout the month, you will also learn the simple yet life-changing nutritional concepts that will shift everything you think you know about nutrition. And throughout your whole experience, you'll be supported, coached, and cared for with your own personal coach. Our team of coaches are just like you. They struggled and found this as the only solution that has worked for the long term. And they want to help you succeed too. You will likely be eating more than you ever did before, balancing the right nutrients at the right frequency to turn your body into a fat-burning machine with boosted metabolism, balanced blood sugar, increased energy, better sleep, reduced inflammation, improved gut health, less anxiety, and clearer skin all in a solution that results in long-term success. The program isn't always open, so be sure to check out 4w2w.com for more info and when another group is launching. Well, hello, my diet disruptors. This has turned into my favorite type of episode, so I'm just doing more of them. So I have, whenever I bring on my diet disruptors, I just feel like it is so much better than when I'm teaching, at least for me. I don't know how it feels for everyone else, but I know as a teacher, the best kind of learning happens when you learn from each other, when students learn from each other. And so I brought up a bunch of our students so that they could chat with you about their experiences being a diet disruptor. Being a diet disruptor means we're not inundated and obsessed with the diet thing anymore. And, and, and to have that as a new lifestyle is pretty awesome. Wouldn't you guys say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to introduce mm-hmm. you. We have yeah. Donna, Danielle, Christina, and Leah. And some of them have been around for a little while. And some of them have been around for longer. Leah, for example, has been around for years. So Leah, because you're like, you know, old school over here. I would love to chat with you first. You've been doing this lifestyle for about three years now, I guess, right? And what I find so funny is it probably took me three years to get you to do the lifestyle. (laughs) It took me a long time. (laughs) So it's okay. Everyone comes around when they're 
ready, but finally you were ready. Why don't you talk about what finally made you jump in? Yeah, I think, you know, I was friends with Carrie and she would post, you know, stuff about her challenges that she would do. And I'd go like, oh my gosh, who can cut out all those foods for like that long a period of time? That's crazy. Um, <laughs> and then she did this, something is better than nothing. I don't remember if it was a class or what it was. And I was like, well, I could do that. That doesn't sound too intimidating. Um, I was exhausted all the time. I had no energy. I had small kids and I was just tired of feeling like junk all the time. Um, and so I did that and that was good. Um, so I ate PFC, not fairly, not as clean, but I ate it for probably like six months. And then finally I was like, okay, Carrie, I'm going to jump in and do, at that time it was called the challenge. I don't know, called yeah. different things now, but, yeah. um, well, we decided like, the challenge oh. felt like it was hard. And I think that's part yes. of the reason why I didn't want to do it because it was like a challenge. And so then we realized it's 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 a it's a lifestyle launch. It's launching yes. yourself. And so you were one of the inspirations to say maybe we gotta change the name. So she did it when I told her it was hard. Yes, and I was so like I was so intimidated. I had to like, work myself up to doing it because I hadn't really dieted in the past. I hadn't really like I just ate whatever I wanted most of my life. It was so the idea of like limiting myself was intimidating to me um and that's not really what it ended up being but just what I had in my mind um I was like I can't do that but I remember Carrie saying to me at the beginning nothing um tastes as good as healthy feels and I was like I'm pretty sure chocolate cake tastes that good I don't know what she's talking about she's crazy um and about maybe two and a half weeks into eating clean I was like oh this is what she's talking about. No chocolate cake does not taste as good as this feels. Oh, that makes me so happy, Leah. Um, so no, it definitely changed my energy levels and um, my mood and so many things. Um, my husband was mad at me when I started doing it. He was like, I don't want you to do this. You don't need to be on a diet. And I was like, this is not a diet. Um, and like two weeks in, he was like, huh. Maybe there is, maybe I'll do this with you. <laughs> um, so yeah. So it, it was awesome. And, and the best news is, you know how to have chocolate cake. You yes. can have chocolate cake. No, I can have chocolate cake. You can have and chocolate cake. worry right? about it tasting everything. But I about. love the story about your husband because so many, I, I always say us women, like when I say know your value, which is my sign here, we are the, the centerpiece. We are momfluencers is what I call mm. it. We are literally the influencers of our family. And what I've learned with men is like, you can't tell them they're going to do it, but usually a little while and they're like, what are you doing? Because you're eating a lot of food. Christina, I know when I first met you, I also met your husband and we weren't sure. We, we you know, you were like, I'm going to do this with him and for him, but there wasn't a hundred percent feeling like, ah, he's totally in. What happened? Yeah, he was. I was actually, to be honest, I was actually surprised how, how he was so okay with us starting this journey when I talked to you. And I didn't really think he was going to go all in. I thought he was going to kind of be sneaky about it and, and not really follow the rules. And he was, he was really great. He was really great about it. And we both decided after we committed, we realized that we, have been doing everything wrong. And we were, we have our two little kids, therefore in six, our son was kind of going down a bad hole with sugar as were we, we were constantly gravitating towards sugar. And we were like, we need this, we need this for everybody. And so 
I was like, all right, let's, let's just dive in and do this. And it was honestly, probably the most, um, I could even get emotional about it because we, as a whole, we were as a husband and wife, I felt we were drifting apart and we are closer than ever. And it's amazing how a food journey has turned into so much more than even just food because we were, we were just, we weren't happy with ourselves and now we're happy. Wow. It's pretty powerful. (laughs) I always say that this is not about food, everyone. We keep putting that on as like the search and the thing, but when you really get down to it, it's why I always talk about it. It can't be, your goal isn't about the weight because like, I know once I got to my goal, I was like, there's something missing. I, I wasn't digging in deep enough to my mindsets and all the pieces of the puzzle. Food is like the catalyst for, mm-hmm. for a lot of things, right? Right. I love that. And I love where I, when I talked to you last and when I talked to you today and w- where that journey has gotten you. Donna, you, you, I think in some ways have a lot of similarities to that in terms of kind of your feeling emotional about things. Yeah. I definitely have had an emotional tie to food, still do, still learning, right? Um, But uh, yeah, so I'm in healthcare. And so we were sheltered in place. I'm in Atlanta and went back to work and had to take on all the PPE, all the sterilization, all of that. And I was stressed out. And I knew that during the whole COVID period, I was going to turn to food. And I also knew that turning to food was going to put more weight on my body. At the same time, I'm in my 50s, so we have the menopause thing going for me. Yay. So I was on a hamster wheel. I was literally going from one diet to another diet to another diet because I knew I was turning to food because once I undraped and walked out of the office at the end of the day, I felt like I need something that's going to make me happy because I was stressed all day Um, and I ate food. And then I saw Carrie's um, uh, video with Mark McDonald. I follow Mark and she's talking about menopause. I'm like, "Mm, there's something to this. But what I realized is, is that I was just trying to feed emotions. So I was like desperate for something because I already knew I was going to be turning to food and I spent so much money and it was embarrassing to have to go back to my husband and say, I'm going to spend some more money on a new program, but it's going to be worth it. And now I, it's, I'm investing in me and that's what it's come down to. It's just making me a priority. I love that. It's been great. I love that. And you've actually stayed on with us for our longer program and our bigger program and to you and who you are, but what made you decide that you said to your husband, I'm investing in me, I'm doing this, but why, what did you say to him that made him believe, or maybe he didn't believe, but made you believe that this was different? Well, because, well, first of all, he's a huge proponent of health. He's six, two, he runs every day. He's very thin and it's, it's, he, he naturally eats healthy, not PFC. Don't, you know, he likes his sugar and stuff. Um, But I think he's just been absolutely open and encouraging. And he's like this, I get this. I, I literally handed him when I signed up with my coach, she said, let him read the material. So I handed him the material and I said, this is what I'm wanting to do. And I want you to read it because I want you to understand why I'm choosing this and why I'm investing in myself to do this. But I also knew from the beginning, it wasn't just about the weight, right? 
And, and of course the weight comes off and that's great. But when I realized what an emotional attachment I had to food, it was what I did with friends. It was what made me happy, you know, which what I thought made me happy. Um, and it's what relieved anxiety and stress, you know, and listen, when Carrie talked about the wine, are you kidding me? I almost sat down tonight with a glass of scout and cellar, not to, not to lie, just to be like, I can drink wine, <laughs> but, um, he, he got right on board. He goes, I think this makes sense and whatever you need to do. And he, you know, he's been a huge, huge supporter of the whole thing, which has I, been I great. We have a theme of support here in the way that all this is playing out. And Danielle, you know, what's funny is Danielle found me and we actually happen to live in the same town. Oh, cool. How crazy is that? Because <laughs> everybody else is all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. It's like literally like we could just like throw a stone to each other. So I love that. But Danielle, I remember a post that you put up. Um, uh, I, I can't even remember what it was, but I remember my comment to you was how different your life has ha, is in just like a month and a half. And you said that you had just been telling your mother-in-law that. So tell us a little bit about how your life has changed. Um, well, it's changed a lot. Uh, before it, I was, you know, very stressed, just kind of you know, same thing, emotional eater, tried all the things. Um, and I just, I found my passion again with cooking. You say I post like all the time, random things that I, I cook. I have to say that Danielle is now part of our recipe team because that's <laughs> her love of cooking in this. And I approached her and said, you have to be, you have to work with us on our recipe subscription. So anyway, that's a little side note, but yeah, you did keep going. So, um, yeah, it's just been a good voyage for me of self-discovery because it's, I, I've just been so miserable and it's really helped me become happy and not turn to food as uh, food, sugar is a trigger for me. So in the past, I've always, you know, reached for the candy bar or the leftover chocolate from my kids, um, but now I know that it's fuel and especially the balance, which I mean, I've, I've done everything in the past, like counted macros, Weight Watchers. Since I was a little kid, weight has always been an issue for me. But this has been the first sustainable thing that really makes sense. Like that was my big aha moment when I learned of how to balance the three macronutrients where in the past, yeah, I counted them, but I... I I was off in terms of that balance. So it really helped balance my life in general. So all of everybody talks about sugar, right? And being kind of a slave to that. And I think that there's, it's so interesting because whenever I talk to women, I always say, do you know if it's emotional or physical and when it's a physical craving versus an emotional craving? And everyone mm -hmm. is like, no, right? You, you either assume it's, it's emotional but it could have been because it was partly physical as well, right? Do you understand now the difference between the two? Mm -hmm. Who wants to speak to that? Absolutely. Go ahead, I will. Everybody. Go ahead, Christina. I'll speak to it. I was really, really addicted to sugar and I think it was physical for sure. I mean, we were eating, I, I couldn't even tell you, like it's embarrassing. Like my husband had a stack of Oreos that he was going through and I'm telling you one pack of Oreos was almost a day. It was really bad. So, um, we, we still make fun of my brother-in-law for that. He can eat an entire, he could have eaten an entire bag of Oreos. It was, we were, it was, there, and it was just, it was, it was 
disgusting. And we look back and we're like, how were we that to like, just to get to that point, but we were just uncontrollable. And uh, so now I feel like now that I've, we took it away, we strip it away, right. In our challenge. And then you put, if you want to have it back in, I realize when I want it, it's just, if I do want it, I can trigger if it's, if, if how am I feeling? What is going on? If, and then usually nine times out of 10, it's a, I'm stressed out right now. And I'm thinking Mm -hmm. that that's going to make me feel good. Or, or sometimes I plan it and I'm like, okay, I know I want it. And so now I know how to plan it. And then I don't feel guilty. I think that's probably been the biggest thing. I always felt bad and I, and now I know how to balance so I can enjoy my life and keep it all, um, like in a good flow instead of before it was just kind of, I was just constantly grabbing and going, but it's nice to know now what is the difference between the two. Yeah, but I love that's so interesting. Good and bad. How many of you allowed food to make you feel good or believe that food was good or bad and then it made you feel guilty or like you were good? Depending. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you, going back to the wine, that's how pivotal it is. Like I have the wine and the sugar probably run head to head for me, but- Well, because now it, we know how much sugar is in wine. Exactly. Right. And I'm the same way. I'm like, this is it for me. Um, But I would wake up in the middle of the night. If I had two glasses of wine, I would wake up between three and four and I would lay in bed and literally berate myself. You wouldn't be awake if you had not drank that. If you look at your food today, look what you did. This is what you did. And this is, and you're concerned about your weight. This in my head multiple times a week. I have not, I've not had that in eight weeks. And I'm like you, Christina, it, it can be emotional. I have cried with my coach on the phone several times because I'm like, oh my goodness, it's a realization. But then you also realize the work, what you're learning is so pivotal and so life-changing. And that's like dynamic. I love that. I love that so much. So Leah, when we think about sugar and and the physical, and I know that for you, your journey wasn't about weight loss, but it was about getting healthy. Where are you with your sugar cravings now? Um, I think I still have them from time to time. And sometimes I think they are emotion, like emotional response. I also think like I was trained into my diet, like not a diet, but my diet as a child, like sugar is what my family used to celebrate, to reward. Like, and so a lot of times they're still like, I still sometimes at night I'm like, Ooh, I want ice cream. And then I'm like, but why do I want ice cream? Like it's Right, because you know your body wasn't, when your body wasn't balanced, right? When our blood sugar isn't stabilized, your body is actually sneakily telling you sugar, 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 because it needs it, right? But now because your blood sugar is stabilized, you can actually ask yourself that question. Yeah, yeah. So it is definitely like I would, I ate a ton of sugar um, before and I still do eat sugar. It's not that I don't eat it. Um, I have ice cream every now and then, but not to the extent. And I also have found that things just don't taste as good. Like I loved Reese's cups and now I eat them and I'm like, this just tastes like chemicals to me. Mm -hmm. Like when Mm -hmm. you eat real food and that's like the staple of your diet, like what did I eat recently that I hadn't eaten in years? I think it was like a hostess cupcake thing or something. (laughs) I don't remember. Like it was like had them for my kids for something for school. And I was like, oh, I'm going to eat this with my chicken on the side. And and I ate it and I was like, this doesn't even taste good. Like, why am I eating this? Like, this isn't like 
there's nothing about this is satisfying so I'm not gonna eat that again because it's not it just doesn't even taste good anymore not that sweets like I still like sweets I just eat a different kind of sweets than I ate before and the ones that are super processed just don't Mm -hmm. taste good like that mango sorbet that was in the recipe subscription recently that's that's like one of my favorites yeah Um, yeah so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the lifestyle and kind of what it's like to live this lifestyle because every one of you lives a different yet equally busy life. Kids, work, all the things. And a lot of people think it's just so hard, right? To think about this kind of stuff. So let's just talk about what is about this. I always say simple, sustainable, satisfying. So if you could speak to any of those, go ahead. Who wants to start? I'll start. I'll start. Right. Um, so this is like family feud. I always say, you know, when you hit the button and the light went up, her light went up, her little, little frame went around her face. So Danielle, you're good to go. Um, well, I always have things that are easy to grab. I, on Sundays, I'll use my um, Instapot. I'll do a whole bunch of eggs because I have like 33 chickens right now. Don't ask. <laughs> Yeah, I live in the country. We live in the country. I only have six chickens. She's got 33. Yeah. I never need more eggs. City. The fact that I own a chicken is actually ginormous, but she has 33 because that's what people in this town do. But I have six and I have a pickup truck. So I figure I'm well on my way. All right, Danielle. Yeah. Fully embraced. Um, so yeah, so the hard boiled eggs. Um, I always have the pepperoni turkey um sticks can't think of their name right now the jerk is- yes yeah. um i also have the aloha bars just things that i could easily grab that when i know i'm in a rush um, i have a huge bag of organic green apples i always have berries just stuff um even tuna packets i found that having that prepped makes it a lot easier to not go for the junk when i'm hungry yeah so- great who else? How else do you guys do it quick and easy? Donna, you're in the, in like, in, you're out at work, like mm-hmm. in the field. So how are you doing it? Cause a lot of people will tell me that their job is too busy. Well, I have to, well, I, I carry three meals with me a day. Okay. Um, so I have to pack that. So on the weekends, when I do my planner yeah. um, and we do the intentions and all that, I will prep two of the recipes, which gives me about eight servings of, you know, between the two meals. And so then I got the little containers. So I I have that as my lunch meal. My mid-morning will be the turkey, the avocado, and the um, almonds, or I'll also do the jerky. Um, Sometimes if I'm in a surgical procedure, it's like, you know, I try to... I try to stagger myself such that I'm out around that three and a half, four hour mark. And then, so, and so Michelle and I, my coach and I kind of worked it out just to do like a half a meal because I'm going to be eating because I have a set lunch hour before we're back to it. So, but it's, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about having a coach. You can bounce these things off. You know, you're like, how do I do this? Because I know I've got to eat something. Um, And then of course my reward for coming home and this is what I would do when we went back to work with COVID and all the stuff we had to learn how to do, I was like pulling into a grocery store or, or you know, going through a drive-through for something sweet. Cause that was my reward for getting through the day. Right. Um, but now I have my Aloha bars. That's mm-hmm. my drive home treat. That's, yeah. I love that. I love that. 
Um, that's so, it's great. And Christina, you're doing it with kids, little kids. Yeah. We have, they are home, they, we are virtual right now, so they are running around and here all the time. Um, I think maybe I have it somewhat easier in a way because I'm home, so I don't have to necessarily plan as much as some, but I will say, I, at first I did, I, I was really into like the, I do always have my set, set up with turkey. My husband loves hard boiled eggs. He always boil eggs on Sunday. I think you get a, a routine and a pattern that you know that you have your grab and go. So he always loves salmon. I love my turkey. I just roll up turkey and keep it really, really simple. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's like that, um, some nuts, and then you get your a fruit. I mean, it's really, really simple. I mean, I think you can make it as complicated as you want. The meals are wonderful. They take a little bit more time. So when I know I have a little more time, I do them because they're so good. <laughs> In fact, I just made the meatloaf tonight. And my oh, husband was like, this is the best. I didn't get to have it because it wasn't done in time. So I um, get to enjoy that tomorrow. But the meals are fantastic. And the recipes, um, I mean, we only open the recipe subscription twice a year for people that aren't in the program. But um, I just always think it's such an easy way to know if you like to cook. And even if you don't like to cook, like I make my kids make some of the recipes to make sure that they're easy. And if I really want to make sure they're easy, I have my husband make the recipes because then I definitely know that they're easy, right? But Frank's random meatloaf because Frank is my dad and he used to just always make random. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, that's a comfort food for me. So I just, I guess I like was feeling like I wanted some comfort. I just saw my mom. So I like made that meatloaf and I'm looking forward to that with a sweet potato. And Honestly, like, I think you just switch, you just have to like change your mindset a little bit and that makes it so much easier. So it's a little initially hard, I would say, right? Like everybody could probably say that, like it's hard at first to just go on that three hour mark because I never used to eat like that. But now once you start running with it, it's pretty much like a no brainer. It, yeah. it's, it's easy. A lot of people think it's weird every three hours that aren't in the program. I'm like, honestly, it really isn't. You probably are eating that much. You just don't realize it because you're snacking, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And when we eat a really big meal and then don't eat for a while because we're not hungry, a lot of people think I right. can't eat that much, but we're, we're, it's the amount that we're eating. We're kind of dividing mm -hmm. it out. And because when you're eating a bunch, you spike your blood sugar. When you spike your blood sugar, you store fat. And then when you get really, really hungry because you spike your blood sugar, your blood sugar is going to drop quick at some point, then you're going to pull through your muscles. And that, that roller coaster is going to make you unhealthy in yeah. every way. Um, I also love meal replacements. Like you guys said, Aloha bars. We just had a whole thing in our membership group about how people like lick their cup clean on protein shakes. Protein. You guys all do protein shakes too? Yes. The so shakes are a must. Meal. They are so good. <laughs> what did you say, Leah? I, well, I like, so I'm a therapist and I see generally, I see six clients back to back and then I have lunch. So like I eat right before work. And if I didn't have my shake and I did this before I did PFC, that was my schedule before. Yeah. Um, I just wouldn't eat for those six hours. And looking back, I was like, no wonder I was a crabby mess. Um, but I have my shake in the middle and I drink <laughs> one with my clients and I put spinach in mine. So they always look disgusting. So they're always like, what are you drinking? Uh, <laughs> but it tastes really good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. And then they're like, okay. Um, but I make mine the night before. And so everything's ready in the morning and I don't think anymore I've been doing this long enough I just make sure I have protein in my fridge I have found that if I don't have protein I will not be on track and yeah. that's the only thing I make sure I have and everything else I just throw like I don't have to think about 
how much I I only measure when I want to like check myself and make sure I'm not getting off and I really I don't like I can do it so fast in my head I don't even plan it out anymore I love that so that is like the difference of learning a language right learning a foreign language like Christina you said at first it can be a little bit hard you guys when I moved to Mexico for a year those first few months were like crazy we're talking about a few days or a week really of like Mm -hmm. hard right and then you get into being more fluent in the language and then you're three years in and you literally do not even think about it anymore Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, let's say Donna, you're eight weeks in, I guess right now. Yeah. So yes. are you still thinking a lot? No, not really. Okay. All right. I mean, if I'm doing, I'm not a big rice or pasta eater, you know, but I always want to be careful because um, my perfection mind will be like, oh, wait a minute, that might be too much. Or, you know, that just feels like too much or whatever. So I definitely try to weigh, I will weigh that out or just like reference, but with the protein now, no, I don't, I mean, I just kind of, yeah. You'll get you to know. the point where you really don't even have to do that. You'll be really on, on yeah. point. Danielle and Christina. Well, you feel it. If it's off, you feel it in your body. Oh, for yes. sure. Yes. Yes. And like, you know, That's the concept point. of intuitive eating, I get it, but you got to learn how, like, you got to learn it. Like, you can't just feel it without really understanding what it's supposed to feel like, you know? But um, Danielle or Christina, do you guys feel like you're fluent in the language yet? Are you still like you're you're feeling like you're getting there? Christina, you're like eight, nine weeks in ish. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I'm pretty good. I don't even I'm a perfectionist. I don't know, like I and my posts can probably say that sometimes. Like I I at first I was like posting like crazy, but about this and this and that. And then I I, I think I educated myself enough to learn. And then one of the beautiful things about this program is something that you say to us and they're in the coaching calls and all these different little nuggets, the carry nuggets are, you don't have to be perfect. And so it's helped me to stop being perfect because now that I know it, I'm like, okay, you know what? She says, don't, you don't, you gotta live it. Right. So I, I stop, I look when I really don't know something, but other than that, I do the judge of like, you know, it's like the palm, palm, uh, hand, and then your thumb. And like, that's how I base it. I'm like, Oh, that looks good. All right. And, and so, and I just go from there. I call it the gradual responsibility. It's actually, I think one of the reasons why I, I feel like I was uniquely qualified to be able to teach because I was an educator for so long. The gradual release of responsibility is a strategy. Leah, you probably know about this because you're pretty much an educator as well. Yeah. It's like first you really show and, and explain and teach. And then it's a, a little bit of me stepping back, your coach stepping back a little mm-hmm. bit. And then you doing and you doing and you doing. And you can tell by some of our answers when people ask questions, we ask them with another question. We'll answer them with another question. Danielle, you're, you, you're pretty, I mean, you're like, recipe queen like the fact that she like has taken this and taken it to a whole nother level of developing all of her own recipes you're pretty fluent in this I would say now yeah no it at first it was hard for me to get out of that you know count and measure because I was doing that for so long yeah Um, but now when I'm plating my food I have a good eyeball for what I know I need to eat so it's not becoming that chore or that feeling like it's a diet because it's it's not, it's really is a lifestyle. So I don't have that like cumbersome feeling about, you know, am I eating too much? What am I doing? You know? So it's, yeah, it's, it's been like a release of just like, I could breathe again, just Mm. not having that. Yeah. It's just so freeing to not have to do that. 
I love that. So that's actually how I want to kind of end things. And I want you to think of like either a word or a phrase, you know, you call them like carry nuggets, right? But something that you have taken with you that you would wish somebody might've shared with you or somebody would have said to you if you were like on the fence, cause y'all were on the fence. Y'all had to make a decision. Leah took like six, three years really. <laughs> and then six months after she finally kind of got on the fence. But everybody, you know, kind of went on back and forth. And so what is the thing that you wish somebody might've said to you? A nugget, a Donna nugget, a Danielle nugget, a Christina nugget, a Leah nugget that you would want to share to be able to help somebody kind of get on, get off the fence. Donna, I'm going to let you go first. If you think you can. I didn't prep you for that question. That's okay. I guess life-changing, easy. Okay, great. I love that. I love that. All right, Leah, I'm going to have you go, and then Christina, and then Danielle. I'm prepping you. I think, like, you deserve to feel good, and it's not hard to do it. Why do women, why do we feel like we we don't? And I, I can't get over how many women, how many of all of us have gone down that, like, train of, like, trying all the things and it not working, and then we blame ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we don't even think for a second, wait a minute, there's a trend here. <laughs> if we all got together and talk about it, we might see that all we've been doing, they've been bamboozling us. So I, I, I love that, Leah, that's great. All right, Christina. Um, I feel like it is, if I had to like, this is a, it's empowerment. It's, it's gaining control of your self, like self-control for the first time, like being able to just, um, understand what your body needs and not have to like rely on searching the web anymore it's just it's very powerful and and I just always say now you get to go search for the things that matter like Mm -hmm. purpose-driven stuff right awesome awesome Danielle for me it's just overall a, a whole life balance mind body soul you know um that's what I feel I've, I've gained the most out of this because I never tied that mental part to it before. I never really thought about it until this program. And that really helped me. We all think we need to just learn how to eat, right? Mm-hmm. And we do. Yep. But what we really need is so much more. There's a lot more to it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, ladies, you are amazing. I, I am just humbled and grateful, honestly, for being able to be a part of your life. The trust that you put in me and my team, it means the world to us. We really believe that, you know, our story and our experiences, our heartache that we went was to be able to bring you to this place that you feel better. And my goal is that you then pay it forward. And so doing something like this hopefully inspires others. But the more that you share and can and drive the mission, the more women get to feel like we feel. And I think that's so important. So y'all, thank you so much. I love y'all. See you in the membership group. Thank you. And our coaching call. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.